And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. He's a writer and member of the Writers Guild who is currently doing what writers love the most, not writing. It's Jordan Morris. And she's a writer-producer who is fresh from the picket lines where she's demanding increased pay, better residuals, and most of all, fewer black toilets. It's Wendy Molyneux. Chef Jeff is here to urge everyone in these fraught times to take a deep breath and think of what's important in life. Kitty cats. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Boston cream donuts. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, which I don't think I've ever had, but I can imagine it. It really paints a picture. Was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. Oh my goodness. Was that Colt Cabana? It was. I love it. By Kim Platt. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff. There are episodes of The Friend Zone, my Patreon bonus podcast. There's a love where you can text me and I'll text you back. There's... I actually have a kernel of gossip that was cut out of another podcast that I'm going to upload momentarily. Just a little gossip nugget. Yeah, that's the best I can come up. I'm trying to come up with like some fun name for a gossip nugget, but that's all I got is gossip nugget. Um, I will open the floor to anyone else who would like to name a tiny gossip dingleberry, but that's going to be available. Subscribe for Do the, the annual subscription. Get two months free. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay. I would like to say hello to my guests. I am very, very excited for this crew. Wendy Molyneux. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having me back. It is wonderful to see you. I feel like it's been a, a while. It's been a long time. It was the busy season mm-hmm. over at work, but uh, guess what? No work. <laughs> no work now. It's really on strike. It's a real, I'm sad for you guys but it really is working out well for me yeah I, well, I think that's what they kept putting the writers guild kept putting like a column of like cons is like not getting paid like you know being out of work but mm-hmm. then in the pros is like allison would like it and then they yes. draw a little picture of you and in the end that kind of won over what did i look like in the picture just it was like a caricature so you were like on oh, no. a dune buggy and oh. you had a tennis racket okay. and a big gold tooth that went ding <laughs> Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah, and a parrot on your shoulder. Really? But like, was it like one of those sort of semi-attractive uh, caricatures? No, or did they? Okay, so like giant no, nose. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Got it. Yeah. Well, but in the end, you got the strike. Yeah. They gave you a, a strike. Sometimes, for you. sometimes they know better than me. Because like, I would be like, can you make me cute? Just like make my, just, you know, feminize my, make me look cuter. And they'd be like, but that's not going to play on their emotions. Yeah, yeah. Like this. Also, like, sometimes you have to have a caricature done of you to get, like, the founding fathers, right? There's, like, the Constitution or Declaration of Independence, Mm -hmm. but they also submitted, like, each got a caricature. (laughs) Yes. Right? (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, that's just kind of what it takes sometimes. Sometimes that's what it takes. And I'm willing to to throw myself on that sword. Jordan Morris, hello. Hi. Great to be here. Uh, I'm sure this is going to be my last Thursday gang, uh, you know, uh, appearance for some time because... I'm sure moving forward, it's going to be you, Shonda Rhimes, and J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Just they talking about farts. <laughs> I mean, 
no offense to you guys, but you're right. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Because there's, I have the pick of like yeah. everyone creative in Hollywood right now. And Shonda and who's the other one? Uh, JJ Abrams. Abrams was my Shonda specific. and JJ <laughs> are my number one and for that joke. number two. And thank Ryan you. Ryan Murphy is out there. Ryan, I bet Ryan Murphy. Just dangling. Can, he can yeah. chat about farts. He was outside of your house on the curb, just sitting and smoking a cigarette. Like wow. waiting for me to ask him yeah, to Yeah, I show. think that was kind of the, yeah, he didn't seem busy. He was playing a game on his phone. Yeah. Mm. Just trick him and say, you're you're like the child of Hollywood royalty. And then he'll oh. be in here so quick. <laughs> what, does he have a thing for Nepo babies? Uh, he loves to cast a Nepo baby. Oh, like okay. that's, those are like, you know, oh. Ca- Carrie Fisher's daughter. And, oh, uh, Billy Lord. Cindy, Cindy Crawford's daughter was in a thing recently. <gasps> Kaya Billy Gerber. Crawford? <laughs> I just assume they're all named Billy plus yes, the last name. Yes. Yeah. So if you, you know, you tell him that you're, you know, the child of, you know, Albert Brooks and uh, Billy Brooks. <laughs> and Billy Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Who else could I be? <laughs> Oh, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know why Albert Brooks was my first pull. That's probably who, who's, that's not who, whose kid that guy would be into. But yeah, I could be your Lindsay mind. Lohan's daughter. I feel like he'd yeah. be skeptical, but in the end, he'd be like, "Well, I can't miss out too on good it. To pass I gotta out. try." And the resemblance like, is just in right. case. I gotta get yeah. Billy Lohan. Right, Billy that's Lohan. how that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Billy Lohan, Lindsay Lohan's daughter, who's older than her. That's how you're described in the tabloids. <laughs> if anyone could do it, Lindsay could. I feel like yes. have a daughter that's older than yeah. her. Yeah. She could absolutely do that. That's in her skill set. And that's, modern science. That I mean, was a weird. Yeah. That was a weird Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy special when he's like, <laughs> "You might be Lindsay Lohan if your daughter is older than you." <laughs> You might be Lindsay Lohan. That was his like very short special he did. It was just that joke. He was trying something different, and right. they were like, "Oh, it actually didn't test very well." But he just did kind of just a that scattered joke. applause. Like, <laughs> his uh... audience was deeply confused. Oh, we have we have that applause. Someone do the joke again. Uh, okay, okay. <clears throat> you might be if your daughter is older than you. You might be Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. That's like that was even sort of more like, in, okay. yeah. Yeah, enthusiastic. Yeah. Than but you have to understand there were thousands of people there. And that's right. all. Right. That's right. All there got. were like right. 15,000 yeah. people yeah. there. He was at the Shrine Auditorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all the he got. beautiful Shrine Auditorium. Now, <laughs> do you think apart. he just moves on to the next bit when he only gets a smattering of applause at the Shrine? Or do you think he digs in and is like, oh, come on? Uh, I think... You know, I think Foxworthy just plows ahead. You know, yeah. I don't think Foxworthy is too concerned about, mm. you know, what what the crowd is thinking in the moment. I you love know? that about him. Me too. We should all be a little more like Jeff Foxworthy, yes. shouldn't we? Just present in our wanna, bodies. You might be Jeff Foxworthy. You might, if, if you don't mind when people don't <laughs> applaud a lot, you might be me. I've been drinking really heavily recently. <laughs> if you don't assign your self-worth to what others think about you, you are not worthy. I would like to also say hello to my husband, Daniel Quantz. Oh, okay. mm. right. oh wow. Ouch. All right. I get it, though. I do. Um, I want to address the elephant in the room. Your eye? My eye. Okay. So I, uh, in the... the do you continuing want to describe, stream do you want of indignities eye, that is Daniel? getting older. Sorry? Do you want to describe the eye? Yes, I have a a blood blister on my oh, eye, I think. Oh, it is, spot, it's right? like, it's a, like spot. a spot. Yeah, and um, I... Hang on one second. Wait till you guys hear how it happened. Yeah. This, it looks like Listen, It looks like there's an assassin that is going to shoot you in the eye. I, I Dr. Professor bitch. I could, tell you, I could tell you a story about confronting teenagers outside the liquor store, mm. them yelling Ryan at Murphy. me. Me protecting an old lady and, you know, catching something in the eye. But 
the truth is that I was uh, eating a candy bar and the wrapper uh, was a little long and chapped me in the eye. Really? <laughs> so I had what kind a, of candy? Um, so Impossible Foods, which is Imperfect uh, Foods. Imperfect Foods. A sponsor. No, yes. Oh, it, uh, wasn't it the Captain Blood Eyes granola bar? <laughs> <laughs> I'll stab your knife. It's uh, right there on the package. Yeah. What, what did Damn I think? It. What did I think I mean, something um, else was going to happen? Yeah, it's uh, it's like this uh, kind of chocolate wafer thing. It's really good. Uh, and I was uh, just imperfect, a little too enthusiastic. Do you think Imperfect Foods might appreciate it if you said it was nuts.com? <laughs> I think maybe they might appreciate it if you, I, that you got your eye trauma eaten, from a competing I will snack this. brand. This I will say like this. I've eaten many of these and never stabbed my okay. eye. It's the only place you can get them is Imperfect Foods. I can't find them anywhere. And we, I buy like eight every week. So... It's one like my out of one, 60 like or so. Okay, my one still, indulgence. No, that's, that's good. Uh, then again, like at that time of the most day. people are, are fine with lawn darts. Yeah. And they still, I think, okay. were outlawed. Anyway, it's... Uh, I mean, it's just where we're at as a nation. One guy, and we're going to take away all the candy bars because <laughs> one doofus. I know. I, you know, look, here's the thing. Uh, you get older, you realize that our efforts to stay dignified are... Um, not in, in vain. Futile. They're in vain. vain. And uh, so I'm trying to embrace the ridiculousness of my self, uh, is what I'm saying. I have a question for you. Were you like, thank you, Jeff. I'll introduce you in a moment. <laughs> and also, while we're taking this moment, regular listeners know I have a problem lately. I have a lot of problems lately. But one of them is I always forget to turn on the timer. Jeff, could you just tell me where we are time-wise? Nine minutes and thirty three seconds. Thank you. Okay. Um, were you, did you, had you like opened it and then sort of like a rodent? You the the Just wrapper. Like a rodent. Okay, so the yeah, wrapper was up and you were like nestling into the bar, no. like not folding you, it down, you, you, you sitting you know up how, on two feet. And you know how the candy bar has the the folded over back part. Yeah, it's a little stiffer than the and other yeah, parts like the when spine. it comes out, so it kind of sticks out like that. <laughs> and this one happened to curve, so it was like a hook, <laughs> right? You know, and, was it maybe uh, like a Willy Wonka thing where you could find the golden hook? And, yeah, <laughs> with a it, trip to the ER. Know what he's talking about when he says it was like a hook? Because well, I'm not bent. getting a it visual. Was bent. Okay. That's all, honey. It, it's not actually like a hook. Okay. And then what happened? And so then I I lifted it up <laughs> with too much enthusiasm, not enough caution, like that, and it went. <laughs> so imagine my fingers, the wrapper, just okay. like it's like you're poking your eye like oh, that. Like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's awful. It sounds awful. I don't think I've had like a masculine injury in a very long time. I think I've had many. <laughs> like a um, douche. And I'm not saying this is a feminine. Uh, it's more of like a, a boyish. Right? Yeah. Uh, We've got to get out there on those dune injury. buggies sometime, yeah. buddy. I know. I know. Break some, break some legs. I'll I really... draw you. If you get on them, I can do a drawing. Oh, yeah. Draw him next Would to you... me. Yeah. Oh, my God. We be... should get some drawings. Uh yeah, I should take up like uh, scootering or something, and then I can have those kinds of injuries. Nothing's more masculine than scootering. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, well, if I'm going to. I'm going to around on my scooter. <laughs> but if I'm going to get those kinds of injuries, it might as well be something active. What's the most masculine in- <laughs> injury? Like a uh, safari injury or the something? The most masculine is if. Yeah. You chainsaw your dick off. Yeah. <laughs> you just take your chainsaw and just slice your dick but the, off. Uh, that is so manly. That's 
but the, chain, but the chainsaw and you breaks. Don't like your dick breaks the chainsaw. Right. Oh yeah, that's when you heard the chainsaw. But if you do your own dick right on <laughs> and right. your expression doesn't change, that's yes. the most masculine you can possibly be. Right? Yeah. Daniel, are you gonna do it? Chainsaw, chainsaw your dick chainsaw off. That's Without, a good Patreon feature. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh if God, we get yeah. enough, you know, tell a friend. If we get enough, pa- <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Daniel Quans will chainsaw his dick off <laughs> if you subscribe to his wife's Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com like says Allison Rosen. The worst promise I love to it. make to your wife of all time. <laughs> I didn't think we'd get there. How, why, how <laughs> are there so many I people that want to see that? And why <laughs> am I following through on it? There's no contract. <laughs> I don't have to. Oh. Well, there I go. I did it. Yeah. That's how little of a reaction you have. You can do that, and then somebody else will start one to be like, well, his is four ninety five a month to chainsaw his dick off, but for nine ninety five you can get him to not chainsaw his dick off. And all yeah, those the rest of your life is just you every morning getting up, being like, "Am I going to have to chainsaw my dick <laughs> off today?" Or did enough people subscribe the other way? And then the Google search of like, "What's the best chainsaw to cut one's no, dick off?" Sure. Do you go <laughs> not a lot do of you hits go down? Do you no. go across? No, I know. Oh, yeah, with the ball. grain against the grain. Yeah, sure. What is the <laughs> oh, grain? God. There's a lot of questions. Does a dick have grain? Yeah, oh, is it man. the top way or the this? Yeah, there's right. a lot of questions. Do you want to go close to the root or, you know? The root? As long as you don't fucking react. <laughs> oh! That's what it's called. Is Allison, that really what it's called? Allison, grow up. <laughs> oh my God. Dicks grow up. have That's roots. what it's called. Dicks, Dicks have, have roots. Sorry if that makes yeah, you sorry if that titter, upsets you. but she's, she This doesn't... is where America is. Women laughing at the roots I of dicks. Know. <laughs> How... You know, in pioneer times, you would salute your husband's dick root. Thank you. Yes, and now exactly. you're laughing at it in open company. Okay, but it's not really called a dick root, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. For real? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like a breast bud and different. a dick root. It's spelled differently. D-I-C-Q-U-E-R-O-O-T. <laughs> but it is called a dick root. A dick root. Uh, the whole time I'm pronouncing it dick root. Like suck no, if you can get the, if you can get the dick, but leave the balls intact, that's oh, that's when you're a chainsaw. Because oh, it made me feel like actually sick to picture. Oh, see, and the, for me, the I dick was just gone, like, but just the balls. Yeah. Just the balls. Well, I, I mean, I was like, fine with saying slice your dick. Like, off. You want to leave like when, the best part. It's like when someone just has a beard and no mustache, and right. it's also a reverse castration. So mm. wait, a, a guy with just oh, a beard, right. no mustache, is like it, someone who cut their dick off, but left their balls. Wouldn't yes, a reverse exactly. castration be putting the balls back on? Yes, okay. be a- adding additional balls. It'd be like a inverted castration. It'd be like a very botched castration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Jeff Fox. Welcome Hi to the Jeff. show. <laughs> Do you have anything to add about you would cut your dick? <laughs> oh, they can suck my nuts. <laughs> it's been a while since you've been here, and you might have noticed that we have really advanced <laughs> and it's matured. Classy here and progressed. Now, I feel like. Yeah, I don't feel like I've uh... missed anything. <laughs> Wonderful. Solidarity. Well, it is great mm-hmm. to have you. Tony is under the weather. He let me know yesterday that it was coming on fast. And I said, uh-oh, I'll see if Jeff's available. And then amazingly, Jeff was available because I didn't think he was going to be available on short notice, but he was. So it is um, it really worked out for all of us. Destiny. I haven't seen you all. It- <laughs> Oh, no. As Wendy said, Destiny, yes, one of the acoustic tiles we, that I have oh, no. very professionally double stick taped to the very, wall fell off. Very, it's okay. That keeps uh, happening. Hap dash. Is that a thing? Hap hazard, dash or hap hazard? Slap hazard. Slap hazard. Slap hazard. That was all fun to say. That's the energy you need to bring to your dick chainsawing. A slap hazard. The only energy I think I could possibly bring to that is just pure. 
Like, no. I don't know if I can modulate that. Uh, Daniel's afraid of cutting up off his own dick, but yes. Dash Hazard. Oh. He's, this guy loves to cut his own dick. Yeah. He's cut his own dick off so many times. He loves it. Can't, Wait, he just grows yeah. back. It's that, That's what I was going to yeah. ask. Is it like the a starfish? That he gets two back when he cuts one off. Right, yeah. Oh. And then the dick grows a person, and that's how they... Oh, my God. Imagining the dick going. root... Has, is, uh, is imagining the dick root... Am I... Okay, for me, imagining the dick root is turning my stomach. Am I discovering that I'm gay? Yes. How would that make you gay? I think there's just a different part of this <laughs> that grosses I everyone. Think that me a down true now. heterosexual woman. They love the root. Can't get enough of a dick root. Give me that root. <laughs> like suck it, bitch. <laughs> um, they just think a dick root, root is beautiful. I don't think people, yeah. People tend to not be into the internal anatomy as much. It's mm. really called a dick root. <laughs> D I C Q U E R O O T. I'm I, yes. Yeah, because I mean I'm Jeff can Google it. It's, it's real. <laughs> I'm picturing something that's like fibrous <laughs> and cordy. <laughs> and oh, like, when you said cordy, I got grossed out. <laughs> we you, all... You're welcome. Well, listen. Yeah. Then you know you're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> this is problematic. Um, yeah, I'm just picturing something. <laughs> it would like, need to make more sense to be problematic. Okay, yeah, good. I agree. I'm just picturing something like vascular and disgusting. Right. Well, you think there's not veins that go up into there, Allison? What do you think happens there? I, what do you think's filling it up? It's just like, Air? it's just stuck on. It's just like a, it's um, like a, a couple little plugs. It just, poop right on there. It's a good question. What do it I think? The I think it's got, means blood flow, right? So it's marshmallow fluff when it's soft. And when it's hard, it just... Sand. Sand. <laughs> Bunch of sand releases from the bo- from the root. Mm-hmm. Into the dick, right? It comes it out up. of the butt. It's wet the sand. butt cheeks. The butt cheeks yeah, hold the butt sand. cheeks are full of wet <laughs> yeah. sand, and then when yes. you are aroused, the sand—that's yes. why you see the butt start to cave yes, exactly. as the dick goes <laughs> right. up. Yeah. You see, if you're, but the problem if you're watching the dick, you can't be watching the butt. You got to do it in front of a right. mirror. Right. Have the person stand in front of a yes. mirror. Yes, and they say as yeah. men get older, they have to choose between their dick and their butt. That's, That's true. Say. Yeah, because the sand true? decreases over yeah. time. It starts to flow down into the legs. Yeah, it, it's a condition known as elderly sandy legs. <laughs> they are playing this yes. podcast. In are you a doctor now? Right? Yeah, they yes, they are. Yeah. yeah. Um, people have to get <laughs> their parents to sign off. On it before they right. listen to the podcast. not because of the mature content, but because of the biological. Right, like some people yeah. don't believe in this. No, but some it's people just don't science. believe in butt Everything sand. we've said here is absolutely you, true. It's a hundred percent. It's all in the yeah. Bible. It's in the Bible. Yeah, there's a dick root. Mm-hmm. Uh, several of the saints. Moses brought the dick root Moses. down from <laughs> Sand Butt Mountain. Yeah, well, like Saint Paul, his butt would right. yeah. a lot like the sand would go out <laughs> when well, they describe what sound Saint did Paul's. it make. Like that. Whenever Paul, Saint, when the, the sections where St. Paul is engorged, right. they talk about how it's Which is most cave. of them, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Which one is he the, the saint of? Er- eroticism. St. <laughs> Paul. St. Paul the yeah. erotic. St. Paul, Paul the erotic. erotic. Yeah. 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 Uh, I get a, it now. He did a great beach house. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes. ever, you ever been to his beach house? It's a, it's, it's Was it like Paul Newman's fuck hut? I didn't know Paul Newman. Had, I mean, I yes, I, that I came out. I yes, I don't know. I've yeah. heard it referred to more than I've read the source material. But it came out that I think he and Joanne Woodward had like a special house for sex. Mm. Jeff, will you Google? I, I fortunately don't have internet access, oh. so, so I don't have to look that up. Okay, 
I'll look it up on my phone. Oh, I can look it, it up on my phone. Sounds right. I mean, I, the they had a fuck hut right. and then they had a pizza hut, <laughs> and they would go to the fuck yes. hut and they would yeah. get real hungry uh, after and go mm-hmm. right over for a personal. That's when their idea. That was a great Friday night. Yeah, that's a, still to this day. If yeah, you perfect. can pull it off, Daniel. Let's tell them about the uh, room for innovation in Burbank. So our son Elliot, to him, a perfect dinner is pizza and bow tie pasta. Oh, 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 right. And he really wanted that. This is what they have at Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Mm. Uh, not like a meal together, but you could, they have these items. Right. Which mm-hmm. is what we oftentimes will order at Cheesecake Factory and have it delivered when we're at my parents' house. I have, I don't know, is there even a Cheesecake Factory in LA? There There's is one, at the Grove. Yes, the, 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 the Grove. No, Sherman Oaks. Oh. At the Sherman Oaks Galleria, at least pre-COVID. Yeah. I don't think I've been since COVID. Yeah. Pasadena has a cursed cheesecake factory. What? How Tell so? Uh, because it just a, a series of tragedies happened to this cheesecake oh factory, God. but oh it is God. always packed. I live in Pasadena. I've like thought about popping in. So it's caught on fire a couple times okay. and mm. multiple cars have crashed into it. It's like <gasps> at a busy intersection. Is it in the middle of the street? Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. That <laughs> yeah. was the first one. One of those four-way stops. Yeah, yeah. so of course. Uh, but no, I, think, I, I don't think anyone's ever been killed in this cheesecake factory that makes yeah. the story a little more entertaining yet uh yeah yeah i know um but yeah but this place it just uh all shit keeps happening to it but it is so popular that it just will not close down is it popular because it's cursed like in a true crime kind yeah. of oh maybe yeah. maybe these are like all going to the queen there. mary only yeah you can get some avocados <laughs> ring rolls i want to say yeah yeah that's the thing and you can get bow tie pasta and pizza off the kids menu mm-hmm. so last night we went to costco mm. on a sunday which is very bold and daring mm-hmm. and does it uh, get crazy on a sunday that's what i had heard it was it was kind of we went crazy. near the end Still of the crazy, day though. it was pretty crazy i uh, threw up in the yes <laughs> Because he's he gets car sick and it's like really ramped up recently. Mm-hmm. So the last couple of times he's been in the car, he's thrown up. Um, he says, I have car sickness. I have car sickness. So he was better. And then we were there. He and Owen were both sitting in like the front part of the cart where kids can sit. And he all of a sudden announced. I'm about to throw up. Near the frozen food section. I'm about <gasps> to throw up. So then we like mad dash through the diaper bag to find any kind of bag. Mm-hmm. And I found like a couple of Ziploc bags. And then poor Owen is like, I don't want to hear him. <laughs> so, like, right Owen next is to like, him. like the only way Owen could be closer would be if they were conge- like yeah. conjoined twins. Yeah. Owen's like, I don't want to hear him throw up. And then like an inch <laughs> from his face, always throwing up. But anyway, Elliot had had a rough night, rough day. So he really wanted bow tie pasta and pizza. And anyway, there's no restaurant that we Couldn't could find. find a that place had, that I didn't had... even think to look at a cheesecake factory because it was like we just want something fast. Right. So So I'm gonna open bow tie pizza. Yeah, and I said to Daniel, that's gonna be misleading about the shape of the pizza. And I said, it's gotta be pizza and a and a bow tie. Well, see, I would just assume the waiters were bow ties. I was maybe that's... thinking it kind of was, was a it was a Chippendale's magic mic kind of thing. Oh, the guy nice. delivers the pizza, Ooh. makes some innuendos. Am I the only one who hasn't seen Magic Mike? I've seen the first one, and I I think it's great. It's great. It's yeah. The first Magic Mike, maybe reputation of being kind of a a party movie, and it has those elements, but it's it's a pretty like, um, you know, slice of life. It's a little bit sad. It's kind of about how is it poignant? We can't specialize in America anymore. It's about how you know we all Hmm. because we're trapped by side hustles, and who are we if not? Wait, who did what what? Sounds political. What kind of um, is? I think it's a good. We can't uh, yeah. specialize in America. What what kind of specialist does he want to be? Uh, I think Magic Mike, if I'm remembering the movie correctly, wants to make furniture. 
but oh. he cannot, so he has to do all of these side hustles, one of which is stripping. And I think it's about the, the toll that takes on you when you... Yeah, because he know. can't, because he, when he was a baby, <laughs> there was a witch right. who mm. cursed him that if he made even a single piece of furniture, mm-hmm. he would explode. Right. <laughs> and so he can't make furniture. Oh, so when Jordan God. says he can't make Everyone it, who can't relate it's to It's not that, like, right? oh, he's not making enough yeah. money. It's that a witch cursed him. Yeah. He will burst. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he has to dance. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. plot. Wow, but he finds. Yeah. I mean, you hear them love. talking about stakes. Yeah, that's how they. Up <laughs> you the gotta stakes. have stakes. Yeah, that's how they up the stakes. And then there's also, okay, no spoilers, but does he explode? No, there's, there's, there's two more movies. Yeah. I think at the end of the third one, he makes a single chair, <laughs> and he bursts, and Salma Hayek looks on, oh. and then she like walks away, and there's just like a little bit of fragments of right. Channing oh, Tatum left like and on you, and his yeah. butt blew off and sat on the chair perfectly <laughs> so and it's like kind of like fall? it's really off tone yeah. from the rest of the movie it's like yeah, a it's little too tone, wacky but also like yeah it's like at the end of Thelma and Louise how they have the montage of what a fun right. time they had and you're like hold on it's like the opposite of that like Magic Mike fun Magic Mike 2 fun Magic Mike 3 fun explosion but parts parts everywhere. Yeah. Salma Hayek sad, wandering off. So it's like body horror in a way. Right. Yeah. yeah. The um, and then isn't there also like a Magic Mike live in Vegas experience yeah. show? And what is that? Is that just like a? Uh, I can't um, speak to it. Dancing Jordan? thing. Yeah, Jordan, uh, what is that? They all explode, <laughs> and they they, explode it's like going end. to see Gallagher. Like you bring a tarp. Yeah, <laughs> you bring they do, a and the people and actually die. It's a lot of yeah. people who feel like they were going to die anyway, and oh. this is how they want to go. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. It just makes sense. It makes sense. Daniel, have That's you what seen we can all movie? agree on? Have I seen that movie? Yeah. I haven't seen any of them. Any of, okay. No. One more thing, and then we're going to move on to something not related to a movie or TV show. This is now probably the second or third time I've brought this up on the podcast, but I must. Do you guys watch Succession? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, I've not watched the most recent episode, but other than that, I'm all caught up. I fell asleep during it last night. No fault of the show. So mm-hmm. I also have not watched it, but okay. You may already be aware of this because I feel like it like made the rounds on some social media, but in your mind, who's the youngest sibling? Uh, Roman. I would also say Roma, but now that you're saying that, it must be Shiv because I must be wrong. Yeah. Do you watch Succession? I don't. I haven't seen it. I'm, okay. I'm it's really good. Person. Yeah, I heard it's great. Um, I have. I haven't seen The Wire because I heard it takes three seasons to get hooked, and I just don't uh, have that kind of time. Mm-mm. Anyway, mm. no. Evidently, it is Shiv. I also, yeah. but however, Roman gives off youngest sibling energy. <laughs> another tile. Uh. Yeah, I was so sure Rowan was the youngest. And also, yeah, in too. the beginning credits, when they show all the kids, he's the littlest. So I yeah. think, I don't know why people are sure that she is the youngest, but apparently they are. They're positive. They're positive. Hmm. Huh. Because she does behave like the oldest a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess I don't know a lot about like birth order and what and what that does to someone's personality. And also, maybe it's just because Roman's like the little, smallest. Yeah, like you literally. Guy. Yeah, it's like how I think all you know. It's like a common thing. All people think like cats are girls and dogs are boys. Like it's yes. like some weird thing of like the smallest one is the youngest. Small but that's right. not young. necessarily true with adults. Yeah, I guess not. But I we, don't think this room probably is largest to <laughs> right. smallest in age. You will not believe also. how young Joe Pesci is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a very this guy's a, you guys been 10 for 50 yeah. years. Yeah. So Andre the Giant was the oldest of all time. 250 years old the when he passed. Man. Jeff, yeah. did you find out anything about Paul Newman sex? 
I did. The, so the, the 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 fuck hut reference actually came from his book. So that was actually oh. his term for it. There was some. I see, I'm erudite. You are erudite. <laughs> You're Irish. You're erudite. <laughs> and it came from his autobiography, his posthumous autobiography that was published in I think 2022. Um, but I. Just at a glance, I think that the the hut itself was the idea of his wife Joanne Woodward. Wait, she was a fuck hut? No, no, the, the, no the, she wanted it. She wanted she the oh, 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 let's make a it. little house. Yeah, let's let's have our oh little sex God. house. I my pet name for her. But yeah, why? <laughs> Here's the hut, and <laughs> because apparently she was a very sexual person, and he apparently was not. And according to what I just glanced at, he claims that she made him into a very sexual person. Mm. So this oh, is like 50 shades yeah. of gray kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like why move it to a separate structure? Maybe did they have a lot of kids? They needed a hut. Maybe. Gotta focus all that energy. Yeah. Cabin. I know. What if I turned the pod yeah. cabin? Yeah. Fuck hut. Fuck hut. Wait, so what do we do? Just like buy Newman. We Newman's have it already. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just need to take a moment yeah. to, uh, to appreciate my own complete inability to understand a very basic sentence. Cause Jeff said the fuck hut was the idea of Joanne Woodward. Yes. Which meaning it was her idea. Yeah. And my brain decided the fuck hut was like, the idea of her. No, I think as he said the fuck oh. hut was her. Oh, <laughs> like okay. it was her idea. He left out some of the words in the sentence, and then you said it was her. No, that's no, what no. I think was no, said. No, no, no. I no, think he fuck said hut it was... in a normal English no, no, no. way, and he I misunderstood. He did, but the fuck Here, hut was her he, what, would be a normal way to say I, it was her idea. I've read yeah. this. It's all the, her. The fuck <laughs> hut was a house that she wanted her consciousness um, uploaded <laughs> into so that he could fuck it after she died. The house. Yes, the yep. house. She's also in Hence every bottle yes. of salad dressing. Yes. A tiny bit of little bit of her. Yeah. Yes. She said, scatter my ashes eternally into the salad there dressing. There is a comic book. I forget the name of it. Where the artist. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jordan? I've there, heard this before. Like he, his blood is in it. His blood no, is his, in the ink. His remains were put in the ink. Oh. Mm. So he, he was cremated. And then. And so now when you buy it. And this was years ago. Now when you buy it. Um, it says in the back. That there are no human remains in this edition because it's a they very were, morbid oh. family circus yes. collection. Yes, yeah, it was, like it was DC, the family though. circus guy. No, Bill Keen, Bill Keen. Right? He just wanted his blood and Sick everything. Fuck. When Jeffy walks around the neighborhood and makes those little dashes, <laughs> yeah. that's my blood. Dotted lines, <laughs> right, yeah. to right to my grave. Now, like, why is it okay to do that? But it's just not okay to bury to eat you know a people? loved one in your backyard. Yeah. Oh, I think it's more. I don't think either is okay. Who do you want to bury? I don't know. Who are you excited about burying? She's looking at me with a weird look. Well, (laughs) sounds like somebody's establishing an alibi. You know what that's going to mean? If I'm out there in my grass outfit. (laughs) I know. There's a weird bump in the lawn. Here's a fun premise for a movie. Okay. Paul Newman, back in the day, they kill somebody, they bury them in the yard, haunted fuck hut. Ooh. Oh yeah, haunted fuck hut. Haunted the fuck. name you don't even have to make the movie. People would pay seventeen dollars to walk in, right? Just yeah. to the idea. Hear you pitch whatever. It's yeah. icons of just to see you. Yeah, it's just in another the front free of the room, movie. and you go haunted fuck hut. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> leaves. Worth it. Slow clap. Yeah, you get more. Yeah, Jeff Palm Foxworthy door. would fucking die to have that idea. Uh. Give it to Jeff Foxworthy so he can get some claps. If you bury someone in the yard next to the structure <laughs> where you have sex, you might have a haunted fuck hut. <laughs> Okay. Wait, were you going to say something, Jeff? Yeah, so according to Vanity Fair, they say 
In his memoir, in Paul Newman's memoir, Newman recalls returning to the Beverly Hills home he shared with Woodward one night to find that Woodward had planned a surprise for him. She had decorated a room with a thrift store bed and a fresh coat of paint and proudly announced, I call it the fuck hut. Remembers Newman, it had been done with such affection and delight, even if the kids came over, we'd go into the fuck hut several nights a week and just be intimate and noisy and ribald. Or ribald. That. Not really, a word. That's either. really beautiful. That's horny. Really, Let's just say yeah. horny. horny. So they could that's be loud. So they wanted a special house. They could be. No, but loud. I think it sounds like it was just a room in the house. But why a thrift store bed? Yeah, that's the that's the question for me. Yeah, maybe just the frame is from a thrift store. No, maybe she had low self esteem. Or yeah. they didn't care about it. They could break it, and it wouldn't. You'd think. Be that, I mean, for a bed that's going to take that much mileage, you'd think you'd want a good bed. Yeah. Jordan, do you have a bed frame? I do have a bed frame. Why do you? For you. Why do because you? Daniel and I don't. And really? yeah, and I mean, talk about low self esteem. Mm. But it really, it's more just a lack of being able to decide on which one. Sure. But uh, it's it's an embarrassment of ours. We just have a well, mattress I mean, on I think a box when they, spring. When they talk, when you talk about like you know somebody who doesn't have their shit together, there's like a short. <laughs> there's like a couple yeah. things that come mattress. to mind. No bed frame. Uh, yeah. Art not framed. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is in there? Mattress on the floor. <laughs> yeah, right? mattress it's on the like floor. Even more so than the okay. no bed frame. Right. Yeah, we have a floor. we have a our mattress is high up actually. Oh, no full length mirror. I feel like in my oh. like twenties when I didn't have a full length mirror, people were like, "Why don't you have a full length mirror?" I don't have mm-hmm. one, but it's like an accident. It's just like usually a lot of times when you move into a house or a space, there is a full length mirror yeah, that sure. sort of exists in the house on the door of something or something. Yes. Like that. And we don't have one, but I know I need to get one. I just keep forgetting to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I literally stand on a stool and look at my outfit if it's required. <laughs> it's not a good system. I back when we were seniors. So Wendy and I went to college yes. together. Seniors at Pomona. Oh, I didn't know that. That's we, fun, isn't it fun? It I had. Fun. When a, did you grow up in Orange County? I did not. Okay. No, I mostly grew up in Indiana and a little bit here. Okay. I had a mirror that I think I got at like Bed Bath and Beyond. Great was that around back then? Yeah. It was. I think. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. For let's say thirty dollars, and I propped it up on a chair, and that is what I used as my full length mm-hmm. mirror. And then I look back at photos sometimes, and I think I could have used a full length mirror because hmm. it wasn't full length, and I didn't look good. Hmm. But we had, but we had fun. I think you look great from what I remember, Allison. Thank you. Yeah, You're so nice. Just a little angel, Aww, in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah. Just waist waist up. You look great. Waist down. It's a disaster. Like, tattered. Yeah. yeah. Tattered. Street tattered. Everything's a mess. <laughs> like, she didn't change once in four yeah. years. She wore the same pants. Got one flip flop on. She just can't see. <laughs> I've been having Pomona dreams. I keep really? finding myself mm. back at college. You know those hot Pomona nights. I'm mm. an adult, mm. but I'm back there and I'm like in the dorm again. And I'm like, well, the, you know, the exciting thing is I can meet up with my old friends and we can go to Frank or Prairie. <gasps> I wonder if yours has the same ending that my dreams about Pomona always have. But tell me, how okay. did yours end? Well, so I'm excited to like go to dinner with my friends, but I can't get in touch with them. That is literally the same oh dream Oh my I have. God! It's not usually to go to dinner. It's like it's that only I to get there, I move yeah. in, 
and I there I know there are parties and I can't I use yes, the phone yes, I can't yes, call yes, anyone I can't get the number I don't have the number and I'm like if I could That's just get really like Jessica's odd. number or so and so's number yeah. then Did I can get in touch with Owen that you guys no. don't remember that had to do with that I know but time. I do think every time you would go back to school at the beginning of the year yes. you got the new directory with uh, all your friends phone five numbers. digit this phone was numbers or cell phones right. so like when I got there I would call Allison to be like I'm back and you'd call around and then finally people would pick up or you'd get an answering machine you'd be like okay good they're back on campus and then we would all hang out we had a good group that we hang out with it's literally the same dream i cannot get a hold of you guys so yeah it'll be like crazy yeah like you and and jessica and mike and whoever and i can't get a hold of them that's my dream and it's recurring is it recurring recurring. yes a recurring dream yeah and but but mine has an element of you guys should tell each other where you are right now in the dreams so that you can find <laughs> each other. I know, I know. I'll meet you. I'm like at Clark. I'm in Clark one usually, but I'm willing to go to I'll Frank. I'll meet you at the building go that looks like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't have that. <laughs> but uh, but my dream has an element of like. I feel like they could get in touch with me, but like maybe they're not talking to me Same. or something. <gasps> Mm-hmm. Wait, are you serious? And then in the dream, frequently I'll sort of realize I'm too old to be there and that's yeah. part of it. Uh-huh. And that I shouldn't be. There's like shame, a feeling of shame. It's That's part of it too for me. Mine has a part of also like, and I I'm- bet this is so boring for you guys. I know, it's no. interesting. Joy. Super interesting. It's the same. I was fascinated by just the fact that you went to college oh, together. That was enough for me. I know, but now we're weird that we have the exact Pomona College. Same that, dream. Yes, that's yeah. super weird. It's I wonder what if we're all out here having this dream. <gasps> yeah. No, I told I told is my this friend the dream, and whose dream is it? Yeah. Well, they say in a dream you can't read, and I can't. But in my dreams, I can read sometimes. So, but anyway, um, also in my dream, I'm usually like hungry, and I'm like I'm just gonna go before the dining hall closes, and but I like don't want to go alone, and then I'm like, why well, I should be able to go alone, but. And but if, and sometimes I'll actually run into someone and I'm like very I'm so excited like it's a reunion to me and like they just do not care mm. right they don't know you've been gone for twenty five yeah. years <laughs> <laughs> that's so we, we've got to find out if anyone else is having right. this dream we're gonna re- in the interim let's reach yeah. out to those we're in touch with and see if they have that dream you, I mean it's Pomona's close do y'all ever like go back and check out the old college bar and the old no pizza pie no but Daniel's this topic. What'd you say? I have news on this topic, but you oh, go okay. first. And then I'll share Daniel's younger brother went there. And okay. I was like, amazing. We're going to go there all the time we and visit. Like we went <laughs> once. Um, and the the village, which is like what the little town near the, the campus, like walking distance, is has been built up a lot since I was there. And so mostly I just was like, wow, it's different. Look at that. That's the only mm. time. I, and my sister went there too, but that was immediately after I went there. So I did visit a lot then. But anyway, the uh, short answer is no. Okay. I haven't been in a long time. And I ne- I mean, I don't think I've ever sort of gone on purpose except one time I was like on a panel at Scripps and then I did just go last month because <gasps> I don't know. Do you remember? Do you know Aditya Sood? Yeah. He is the um, like the the president of uh, Lord Miller. You know, the people who make Lego movie and Cloud with a Chance of Meatballs and like Lord and Miller, they're like, Oh, I think you said Lauren Miller. And I was like, Seth Rogen's wife. No, they're they're You know, those guys. I, yes. Because he, he did something. Guy. With, okay. 
And so he, years ago, I think literally four years ago, said, I'd like to do a workshop there where we do like a writer's room kind of activity. And would you want to do it? And I was like, sure. I was pregnant at the time. Then I had the baby. And then COVID. Oh. So literally four years later, we finally did the workshop. And I was there Saturday and Sunday, like all day. And it was very... It did feel very strange. Like, Wait, not just this past Saturday, Sunday. No, no, it's a few weeks ago, okay. and it was very unusual. Like, they like have what this buildings building. were you in? This no, is going to be so building. excited this for is you. So boring, just you guys. Sorry, there's a couple <laughs> Claremont graduates out there who are like, uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'll stop <laughs> talking about it. But they have this new place called the Hive, and it's literally just what like this, it? like free to be you and me creative space, and that's where we like taught the workshop. Where, where it's about to get really exciting, guys. Where it's like on the um the uh, north end of the Pomona campus, like Walker uh, Wall near college. No, no, the other side, like near the um street that would then take you out. You know where the gates are that you yes, walk through. Yes, so near it's near just like Walker, one block up from there. Wasn't that where the library was? <laughs> It used to be the science library. Okay. Hi, everyone's tuned out of your podcast now. <laughs> just know, our, get just back our to moms the chainsaw are dick stuff. And when I was there, I saw a guy cut his dick off Whoa. with a chainsaw. Oh, my God. Did you see the root? Was it, was it pulsing? It pulsed so much. Just if you're out there, let us know which part of the podcast you've enjoyed more. <laughs> the part where we talked about the dick chainsaw or where Allison and I talked for 25 minutes about something no one cares about it but us. No, but okay. tell us more about the science library. <laughs> I mean, I forgot that there even Daniel, was a science. How dare you? <laughs> I, forgot that there, I forgot. I remember going to the bookstore and buying my Mac Classic computer. That's how long ago it was. Okay. Mm. And I, I got a little bit of a student discount. Yeah. I'm sitting back from my mic, so I don't talk about this anymore. Well, just, you, can, you can finish with one thing, and then we'll move on to a more everyone topic. <laughs> Wait, I'm supposed to have one more thing? I don't have anything else. Oh, you're done. Very done. All right. Oh, one more thing. Okay. <laughs> Did you know? I didn't know this until recently. Your sister was a prospective student with my sister. But I think it was maybe Maggie. Did Maggie Did you have a prospective weekend there? Because How we much to- younger is your sister? Four years. Yeah, four years. That would have been Maggie. Yeah. Okay. What a small yes. world. Affirmed. Okay. Anyway, that's it. I don't have more to say about that. Okay, I have a... So, how <laughs> fucking dare you, Chuck? Uh, I have a question. Nothing, cut, nothing cuts like a drop. Uh, I have a question yes. for you guys. Mm-hmm. When right. I am emailing someone right. to see if they want to come on the show, mm-hmm. if it, especially if I don't know them well, I will say to them, um, would you be like interested slash available to come on the podcast on XYZ date? Because right. I feel like to say, would you be available to come on the podcast is, a, is making an assumption. Sure. But it also feels like a real waste of time to do the like, would you be interested in coming on the podcast? And then they say yes, and then I send them dates. Alex, something that has been driving me up a wall. My recently. emails? No, I love your email. I always, oh. when Allison emails, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I going to get to come back on the podcast? Oh. Something that I really enjoy doing. I love you. I always get excited. When someone's trying to plan a thing with you, mm. And they don't put in some prospective days. Then like, it just seems like bullshit. Maybe it's like how the, we can we can cut the amount of emailing we have to yeah. do in half if you just put a couple of days. And like maybe you can't do one, but then I know to come back with some other days, mm-hmm. and then, then we're so much closer to finding a day. I hate like lunch sometime. It's like fuck ah. Uh, 
Yeah. You know, like I have, then I have to do 10 things. Like if you, I have, yeah. I'm not the one who wanted lunch. I would like to, I do like lunch and I might want to go to lunch <laughs> with this person, but like the fact that they're like, I, now I have to open the calendar. Yeah. I have to look. Anyway, you're doing it. Yeah. Right. That's interesting. There like was open with some options. Sure. There was one time that, um, an old friend of mine was like, I miss you. When can I see you? Oh, and God. I sent her. <laughs> we are a, no longer friends. <laughs> I sent her a detailed like Monday. I do this. You know, I sure. sent her my whole calendar. And then she wrote back like, oh, I work every day between this and this. Like basically none of my dates work. Sure. And I was like, I that was so much more. And I don't use Calendly or any of those things like that, which yeah. I should. Um, But anyway. OK, so I say, would you be interested slash available because I don't want to assume, like, mm-hmm. it feels like to just say, like, would you be available is like, who knows if they want to come on or not. However, I recently, this is going to be hard to articulate because it's very much a thing inside my brain, <laughs> but I, that I'm trying to share. Um, I recently realized that if someone is going to say no, it's easier for them to just claim that they're not available rather than to say, like, oh, I'm not interested like, maybe I should drop the interested part is what I'm saying. Because whether you're... No, you say go. You say keep it. I didn't keep it. If somebody said, are you available to come on this yeah. day? That I would feel the other person was being... Right? Yeah, almost like challenging me to say no. Because interested, mm-hmm. available, it opens the door. They can say this. I am interested, but I'm just so busy right now that I'm not available those days or any days for the next six months. Like, let's talk later. Now, you may take that as a soft rejection, and that's fine. It lets you both walk away from it with your dignity intact. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah Thank you. Good. All right. Yeah. Wow. We all got really No, because serious. I'm just well, we well, thinking. I think there's no, from, no, one's got a, no one's got like a spicy, a spicy take on this. Well, I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm just, I guess I could generate one. No, never put dates in your emails. Well, no, it's not the dates. It's it's the okay. word interested. I think I'm fixating on the dates. Because yeah. That's my interested thing is very polite. I think okay. interested is good. It's polite because you're asking anyone from a schmo like me who doesn't do any performing to someone who's probably very in demand for this Shonda type of Rimes. thing and wants to say, <laughs> yeah, Shonda Rhimes, Ryan Murphy. She can do a dick J. chainsaw Abrams. bit. Oh, that my God. It'll go on for 45 minutes. By providing both words, you let them, you give them a variety of outs yes, because okay. you want to do that. And then some people, yeah. if they really like doing stuff like this, are just gonna say like oh yeah i mean i can't do those days but i'm interested yeah you're doing the right thing okay yeah i will stay the course then so you uh jordan and wendy you've both been out on the picket lines Mm -hmm. how is it out there Uh, for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about the writers guild is striking right now Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of strike action happening in hollywood yeah you so so we are we are required to picket uh one day a week oh i didn't know that uh, yeah and it's, uh, a lot of people have been doing more um but you are you are required to find one of the studios that is in breach of the contract so it's like a lot of stuff you've heard of it's like paramount cbs netflix amazon so you know these are kind of scattered all over la uh so yeah you kind of like pick the one that is closest to you or the one that you think has the most fun vibe and you go and you grab a sign <laughs> and you just you you you're there for four hours supporting the cause and uh yeah it's crummy that it had to happen but um it's yeah it's kind of heartening you know it's nice to like you know 
we were talking about this earlier that mm-hmm. it is like it's a place to see people when it you're seems really very busy social. And yeah it is there's yeah, like a fun element to it even though it would be nice if it wasn't happening no yeah. that's news to me that's only one day a week I go every day <laughs> it seems like a lot of people do yeah 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 I mean maybe that'll taper or whatever but I thought we were had to go every day so this is news to me that I'm overdoing it but I think I'll still go every maybe day you can because bank them so if you want to you know yeah, go well, on I have, a little yeah, trip yeah I have a little trip May, coming up yeah. yes but yeah I, the great you get you know my my attitude towards the strike is the same as towards covid which is i don't want it and i didn't cause it so if there's anything about it that i like i'm allowed to because oh. i would rather not be striking but i do uh i mean getting uh you know anywhere from two to four hours of walking a day i feel like it's like a pride and prejudice you know like oh i enjoy walking or whatever it's like that it's i will you know, take the air to balance my humors honestly yeah. it feels that way mentally it's uh you know it, between not working and walking four hours a day i could maybe drop my therapist you know i'm not going to <laughs> yeah because you can't get back on laurel's calendar once mm-hmm. you're off you know oh, yeah. you need to be on that weekly right she's busy does she give you any grace period Oh, no, she really actually would like lets me drop it in <laughs> when I'm just fucking around. But she does live in Florida. So I got to make sure I don't mm. get in that, you know, that window because she used to live here. Now she lives in Florida. I hate when they do that. Well, I mean, in the age of Zoom, though, yeah. I feel like it's fine. We probably would be doing the same thing here. So, yeah, she's in Florida. I don't feel like Florida is a good fit for her, you know. Why'd you, I can't cho- why'd you choose it? I think that she, uh, <laughs> I'm giving out her business on a podcast. She, I don't she, think she's. It's like okay. It. She gives okay. up yours. Well, yeah, yeah. She's, she's on a podcast right now. You don't have to answer if you don't want. No, I, I think it is. It was for uh, not her job, but her partner's mm, job. Got she it. Moved. So that's yeah, nice for her. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So after this is over and uh, all the writers go back, we're going to have a bunch of like really uplifting uh, stories written by writers who've gotten a lot of exercise and sunshine, right? <laughs> yeah. It's about how tight everyone's buns are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our Care- legs are going to be incredible. Right. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to be in shorts. Strike, in strike calves, they say. Yeah. The Do you guys will be glowing. chant stuff? There have been chants. I'm not a huge chanter myself. Just clever signs. Lots of yeah. fun signs. Yeah. So, yeah. There's some chanting. I yeah. say union, you say power. Oh. Union power. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. But but mostly it is like, it's kind of just about like being there and showing up. That's kind yes. of the main thing. But, so hopefully um, people will keep doing that. Because yeah. I'm sure the novelty will wear off and all of that. But everyone needs to keep going out to the <laughs> lines. And if literally anyone can join. Anyone who... I want to like, come out one of yeah, yeah. You should. I mean, because it is a sort of a numbers thing of like making sure we're getting enough people showing up. So if anyone... Literally, if you have a friend who's a writer and you're like, oh, we've been meaning to... Like we were saying, say we're going to get coffee or lunch... You go and walk for an hour with that person just as a catch up and you can drink your coffee while you walk around. Anyone can come. Anyone can walk in support. There will be no shunning of anyone at any of the sites. So like if you have any interest in these issues or if you're in a union uh, that is not related to the entertainment industry or is all the support is very, very. I've had a lot of like SAG friends come and walk Mm. with me. And so it's just only been a week. You know, you can tell when the SAG people show up because everybody is. Yeah. (laughs) There's just be like a fleet of like five or six people impeccably dressed looking great. You're like, ah, these are the SAG people. Not right. (laughs) Um, Have you had the opportunity to bang on anyone's car as they were trying to drive through somewhere they're not supposed to drive? No, you're not supposed to bang, but you can physically block, Mm. I think. And and no opportunity. And this is good. No giant inflatable rats or anything no like rats. that. No rats. There was one no. in New York, though, right? 
Oh, I don't know. Good I question. I yeah, I mean that's I a classic, one I'd love uh, to. classic. That's strike my favorite thing about a good picket line is the rat. Yeah, well, those you can't like put one there though. Those are real rats, and they yeah. are attracted to strikes. To, right. <laughs> so they're right. When I say I saw rats. one in New York, it was he, a New York yeah. rat. He or she okay. Okay, sensed a sense. strike <laughs> and my, then scurried, scurried across man. town. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there. So I don't know if we have any giant rats in LA or not. But if we do, hopefully I'll see one. Maybe here in Burbank. Yeah. Like they chew on those wooden sticks. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So what is, we were talking earlier about like the different, the vibe at the different strike locations. Mm-hmm. So how would you describe it? What are the vibes? Uh, so I've only been to two. I've been to CBS Radford in Studio City. And you said it was very sexual. <laughs> I, did I say that? I think you said sensual. Very hot. Sensual, yeah. yes. Very I hot. mean, you're close to Jinkies, the <laughs> okay. brunch place. Yeah, so, they got a lot of different yeah, kinds of chili. Nothing's hotter than a chili. a lot yes. of different kinds of chili at yeah. Jinkies. But Wait, whatever, if you have some whatever, chili, you want to fuck. Whatever you're into, <laughs> Jinkies has a chili for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good so, fucking chili. Yeah. So uh, I and I did. I just came here from Disney. You're close to one of the Disney yeah. studios. Yes. Yes. And uh, yeah, and there you fuck a nice bisque. Oh, okay. So there's a lot oh, sure. of uh, hot hot soups to fuck at mm-hmm. these locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do they have a chili for sawing your dick off with a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah, yes, right. You just rub the chili on the wound. Oh my god! And it cauterizes. Yes, it. that it's makes so sense. Yeah. That's true scientifically. That is true. Yeah, yeah like all I wish he hadn't said it, but it is absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I can wish all I want, but you can't wish the truth away. Did you know, you know that it's like a real hot topic among some people that you don't put beans? Is it beans or meat you don't put in chili? Uh, beans. Beans. beans, yeah. Right. Some oh, you, people don't think you should put beans. Right. In and it. in my mind, yeah. beans are a, a like integral chili ingredient. Yes, well, I don't eat there, a lot of chili, there will though. be people who will get real upset about yeah. that. It's one of these uh, is Chicago deep dish pizza pizza. Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah. you put ketchup on a hot dog. One yeah. of these kind of regional. Who doesn't put ketchup on a hot dog? I think it's Chicago. Chicago doesn't want you to and Wendy. Hot dog. And well, also adults. But I don't, I'm not mad if you yeah. do. I just don't think it tastes good. What you want on a it's hot a dog? Thing. You want sauerkraut? You want mustard? You think, yeah. You think yeah, of ketchup as being something kids put on hot dogs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Adam. Um, <laughs> Jeff laughed. Uh, no, I'm not saying <laughs> everyone. Oh wait, was that like Adam Carolla? You mean would say that? She had, like his. Did he have a thing about ketchup on hot dogs? Well, he talked about the yummy phase. Which people who are ta- caught in the oh, yummy phase. Oh, yeah, that phase. would be that. He who also says gave yummy me, phase? That makes me I know. sick. He also gave me shit at length for putting ketchup on a cheesesteak, even though I'm from Philly. Oh. And he said, that's not a thing that's done. I said, yeah, that's why there's a ketchup dispenser at every cheesesteak. That that's always my there. favorite people who tell you, like, yeah. that's not the way people do it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm literally from there. Yeah. And like, what, what an outrageous idea to put ketchup on ground up beef with cheese and bread that's never been done. Also the implication like you're not hard. Yeah. But also um, you wouldn't I, cut your dick off. I, I, <laughs> cut you, my dick you probably off. still have your dick. <laughs> I reserve the right to do things differently than how they do them sure. wherever because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It is like <laughs> if I want a different oh kind of cheese on my cheese. Well and it was it was partially a preventative measure too. I mean I like it but he would come in when we would get cheesesteaks from Philly's Best in Burbank he would come in and just take a bite out of everyone's oh. sandwich. What? That's yeah. He that's just literally the worst weird. thing I've heard. I've heard stories about him. That is the worst thing. Yeah, I've heard. he would just Are walk in and take a bite out of everybody's sandwich. So I would make a point of putting even more ketchup uh, on mine. So I think it would be worse. Here, this would be worse. I've got a proposal for him if he's <laughs> listening. 
take a bite out of the sandwich, chew it a little bit, take that person's face Ooh. in your hand, kiss them, and push right. it back into their mouth with your tongue. That's worse, and literally nothing else is worse. Yeah. That would be worse. <laughs> the only that. thing that's worse. That shows fucking dominance. Yeah. You know, just yeah. do it, Adam. I honestly, if, if I was working somewhere and my boss came and ate, took a bite out of my sandwich, I would either get violent or... Uh, it leave. I it's quit. to figure would, out I, who's a snowflake. If yeah, you're, oh, I, I, I can't. Oh, I can't take a bite of your sandwich and then chew it and put it back oh in your God. mouth. What's wrong with you? Participation award What's for wrong sandwiches. With you? Oh, everybody gets a trophy now for not having their boss put their sandwich back in their mouth with their I, I tongue. Can't, I can't barf it in your mouth like a mama bird feeding her little baby. Oh, chick. I guess for oh. a snowflake now, oh, just because I can't take my tongue in everyone's mouth. Space for eating your own sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry that I ate your sandwich and then I pooped it into your butt with my butthole. Sorry, I did that oh, snowflake. Wait, no, that'd be okay, though. No, I mean that would be interesting. Yeah, sensation. that would be interesting. It's it's a story. It's, it's a story. something. It's yeah. something to talk about at a party. <laughs> Doing it for the ground. That's how you break the ice at like hey. a parent event by hey. pushing your poop into someone else's butt. No, but tell, like, the story. Like, say you're at like an event for your kid's school, and you're talking yes. to their teacher, and oh. you're like, oh, I don't have anything to talk about. And you're like, so my boss pooped my sandwich <laughs> back into my butt through their butthole. Yeah, I need what material because <laughs> I bombed. At parents' night. Oh, boy. We had yeah. a parents' night. So. Was it called Were parents' you... night? Um, bombed is too strong. You're talking about open house? <laughs> no. Oh. oh, yes, it's no, parents' open... night and the feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. No, open you house is chop different. off your dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's parents' night. No, at Owen, Owen, for Owen's class, it's oh. not parents' night. There was oh. like a gathering of the parents. Art, the art night? No. What, what are you talking about? It was at that woman's house. Oh, when, you're talking about the gathering of the parents. The gather- yes, it was like it <laughs> was like of the exactly. Yes. We yeah, drank Fago. Uh-huh. Um, oh yeah, you bombed yeah. hard. They did not get you. I kept at all. I was just being myself. Sure. Wait, and this was preschool one. or elementary? Preschool. preschool. Oh yeah, this preschool though. You know though, yeah. And so oh, he, yeah, you yes, do know. that's right. Yes, he's in his second year there, and it was the gathering of the parents, and I was just being myself, and by that I mean charming. Funny, mm-hmm. witty, delightful, not overwhelmingly outgoing. I can actually be a little bit reserved, but I just mean like, you know, silly. You know, I assume anyone sure. here knows. You know what? Fuck it. I should be able to say whatever I want. And if I hurt someone's feelings, fuck them. Water I can yeah. suck a dick. I don't like it that much. <laughs> I was met by Blank crickets. Yeah, they didn't and I was like, you. okay. These jokes are good. <laughs> How is no one? Do like, you get the sense that like they're, you know, I, because I, I imagine when you go to one of these things in L.A., there are probably other like entertainment people, comedy people, writing people. I don't that, think these were comedy people. Yeah, I guess that's what I was going to ask because like. It, but I, I forgot that I'm like, have no I, comedy people, that yeah. I'm in rare. I mean, I forgot that. I'm lucky that I mostly just interact with people who enjoy humor. We sure. were talking I about guess. this literally on the pickets this morning. Boom. I was walking with some of the other Bob's Burgers people, and we were saying that the worst thing is if you say a joke to another parent who has no sense of humor and they don't get it, and then you say you're kidding and they generally don't believe that, is that yeah. you might as well move away. Yes. <laughs> like there is no, yes. that yes. is, there back is up. no yes. coming back from that. They will never believe that you were kidding. Yeah. And it is over with that person and you should just never try again. And we yeah. all agreed. It was like mm-hmm. the worst part is when you accidentally make yes. a joke to a humorless parent. And if it's anything related to the kids or the school, they will never believe you were kidding. You are essentially out 
of that. You, you don't try There's to no, go that. It's no, a high you just risk. dig. Don't try you to go you just dig a hole. It's a high don't risk thing when you're when you're in in with new parents and you want to throw that joke out there. Don't do it see, because you want to see if they're cool and like if you're gonna vibe. But the downside is what you're saying. It, yeah, it just lands with a Once thud. in a while it hits, but they generally, also especially if you're a woman, I think they don't think you're kidding. Mm. And then you're fucked. I yeah. generally... End of time. A lot of That's, very serious folk and, out there. And I, yes. I Owen, aware. my kid, really likes the kid of one of these humorless mm. couples and wants to do a play date. And I'm like, uh-oh, they're the ones who did not the, like my The joke. worst betrayal your kid can make is befriending someone yeah. with... with Boring parents. I That's am used. My I greatest fear. Constantly have to tell people he's just kidding about Daniel. He's just kidding. He's joking. He's just kidding. He's joking because Daniel <laughs> is very dead. We went kinda... to a parent teacher conference and Daniel's like, "So just tell me, is he a psychopath?" Which of course is teachers. a joke to the teachers, sure. but they like one of them looked like she <laughs> she was it. like she's like oh my god her, no I, she's like no yeah he's not a psychopath. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, Very don't ever try boy. it with the teachers. You no. try it with the teachers. I can't yeah. believe it. I'm I mean, used to doing damage control for my Daniel. Question. But yeah, like this, like this. I, type love, of, I love that you did it, but I know, yeah, there's the no damage. going back. There really wasn't, and there's she doesn't no look at back. me the same anymore. She's like, I'm not sure anymore. <laughs> right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But so, so I'm used to him being a liability. But I didn't think it was going to be me. Oh, because your joke, you should share it with the audience because now they'll know. What a winning joke it was. I'm going to give it, and I, I'm prepared to rank it on a scale from one to 10. One being like, oh, you could wind up back friends with that person. And 10 being like, just pack up and move. move. Okay. Yeah. It was, it well, was abandoned. The house. It was like a, on a table. It was a table full of people who just okay. met me with blank yeah. stairs. Okay. okay. Guy stood up and he said, um, he's like, I'm going to use the bathroom. Behind one door is the bathroom. Behind another door is a pit bull and i no i have it wrong he said no sorry i've already this messed is it at up someone's house yeah i've already okay. messed it up he said i gotta go find the behind the door there's either a bathroom or a pit or a barking pit bull oh shit what did i i said something this is i'm messing it up honey you are not messing it up you go <laughs> just keep going plow forward i said and in give it, front give it of, to a story about how they moved your college bus stop. <laughs> I swear to God, it was, but it it was more Basically, seamless. It, I you don't said have to get it exactly something. I something like, um, and in front of the door is a twin who always tells the truth. Oh my God! <laughs> what? It's a twin who always. Tells what's the that truth. a reference to? <laughs> okay. Yeah, what's it a reference to? <laughs> oh, they, oh no. maybe they do have a sense of humor. <laughs> Wait, what I, it's a riddle. There's a riddle. I believe it was in the it, movie though. Labyrinth. Do you get it, Jeff? Uh, okay, so I know I the think reference. The okay, news does that count? Is, the great news is we're looking at like a five or six because yeah. they might just think that. I think everyone would know. Okay, sh- that that was a joke, but I didn't get the reference. Yeah, and so I yeah. can't laugh yeah. because I don't know what she means. But I'm not going to count this woman out. It's not right. like the psychopath teacher thing where they're never going to quite believe you were she joking. Doesn't yeah. they're going to say like, oh, he pretended like he was joking, but he, he was, wasn't. Yeah, he's really worried that he his really son was. is a psychopath. Like, yeah, they're going to oh that one. That's a ten. Yeah. Oh wait, a one, a one. No, <laughs> a one, no coming back. Sure. You've got a five or six yeah. over okay. here. You're doing okay. Yeah. So doing it's right. a riddle where. I'm okay. Behind one door. <laughs> it's very funny that none of us knew it. Not one of us. <laughs> Jeff did. <sighs> Behind one door. And I, 
it's again i think it was in the movie labyrinth to always tell the truth hang on there's two doors (laughs) behind one door is freedom and behind the other door is a man eating lion now there's two identical twins a set of identical twins one always tells the truth one always lies you can ask one question you don't know which is which you can ask one question to you know, figure this out. One of, one of the How, funniest the comments. Oh, I like this. It's a it's a brain teaser. Yes, actually, a brain teaser. Right? Yeah. What is the question you ask? Like, and who do you ask it to? So who? No, do you-, you don't know which twin is which. You don't know which twin is which. Oh, you so can you ask. Can- they can both answer the question. No. No, you can only ask one. One question, one question of, of one. And, oh, oh, right, and right, right. one twin believes you shouldn't put ketchup right. on hot dogs. One exactly. And one you Chicago should saw your pizza isn't off. really pizza. Yeah. And the other one has sand in his butt. Exactly. And, and, and the answer is something like, um, "Does the other one?" tell the truth or something what would your brother tell me to do and then you do the opposite right because the one who tells the truth will what would what would your brother what would your brother say is the door to freedom and then you do the opposite because it's too long to go through but you can figure it out to do it you can do it at home anyway anyway you know what you gave them you gave them (laughs) solid gold and they just looked at it let me ask you did you follow it up by saying like it's a line from the movie labyrinth to like release the tension? No, they they were so done with me that there wasn't even tension. <laughs> so what were some, why were they done with yeah. you? What else had happened? I don't know. I like I don't know. It was very weird. It was like if you're looking in the mirror and seeing someone else looking back at you. I was like, this is a very it's a very confusing I, social I, experience for me because the thi- like I am being myself, and no one enjoy. Actually, it was like seventh grade. No one enjoys it. <laughs> that when and- I went to that preschool, I felt like I was in middle school. And then the preschool mm-hmm. we go to now, mm-hmm. um, which I'll tell you guys more about later. Yeah. I love it, and really? I don't feel like I'm in middle school. And it's way more affordable, and I just feel comfortable there. It's huh. like I need people to hear that more. I that yeah. I uh, really get along with nicely. Not that there was nothing wrong with the people at the other place. I don't know why. It's like that, I, one of those things where one job you go to, you love your coworkers, you love going to work every day, even though it's a boring job and you're renting cars. Another job could be a glamorous dream job, but for some reason you just don't fit in not there. Vibing. Yeah. yeah. And so that's at that preschool, I felt I never truly like fit in. I was right. always like, I don't know. I felt off the pace. I felt like I was in middle school a little bit. And now it's nice to have a corrective experience mm-hmm. of like, I go somewhere else. It just turns out it happens to be there's more people that I get along yeah, with or feel more simpatico with. And it's fine. Neither place is good or bad. It's just where you fit, I you think, know? And that's good. I think with this preschool, because Elliot went there too, and it was a little different. I it, A little bit of it has to do with the mix of parents that you just happen sure. to be with. Sure. because. Um. Yeah. The the. Am I wrong? Like, I feel like Elliot's. We kind of got along a little better, and yeah. Owen's. I feel a little bit like. I don't there know, was a, a moment where Daniel was talking to a couple, and I was standing next to him. He, and the woman, the wife, the mom. Um, I felt like she thinks I'm a bitch. I have to smile at her in a like very non bitchy way. I wonder if she thinks I'm a bitch. I feel like now I'm doing a fake smile. I mean, I was so like yeah. self-conscious the whole time thinking, I feel like she thinks I'm a bitch. Yeah. It was very weird. Yeah. I and I know it sounds ever, like a me thing. We've never really, we've never really found a groove with this group. Yeah. 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 I think it happens. But, I bet that's the experience of almost every parent is like as their kid goes through school. There's just yeah. like times they feel. Yeah. But why? Yeah. Is it yeah. is it like the people live in a different area so they're not in the show business so they're not as jokey? Like what's. What no, I would say the first 
place had just as many showbiz parents as the second. I think for me, well, I don't want to say. I, I do want to say this in I case anyone, say. in case no, anyone's I want to hear. There are there are a few parents in Owens that we do. It's not like we don't get along with any right. of them, but it's it's not quite the same. Well, so there's a difference between not getting along. It's not like you're fighting with them. It's just no. that you're not finding. There's places everybody has right. experienced that. Like I didn't love high school as much as college. You know, right. like I found oh, more people that I got along with. Sa- big same, big same. But yeah, that's life. That's life, right? It's not like necessarily anything wrong with those people. It's just not as much. You're exactly. right, and that's totally fine. Yes. So you're not insulting anyone. It's just that's just life, right? Yeah. And yeah. now that I've learned that my joke was a real dog, um, I feel like I should let them off the hook. But you know what I want to tell you about, and I think probably what would have helped me in this situation. Because at least, at the very least, it would have given me a lot of stuff to talk about. Masterclass. I love Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. I mean, they have so many different instructors, so many different categories. Listen, whenever I go on the Masterclass.com website Mm -hmm. to see the various classes I can take, Mm I am just like, there's too many that I want to take all. I want to learn... Uh, personal branding from Chris Jenner. I want to learn personal style from Carla Welch. I follow her on uh, Instagram. They have classes in food, design and style, arts and entertainment, music, business, sports and gaming, writing, science and tech, home and lifestyle, community and government, wellness. I took a Judy Bloom writing course. There's a criminal profiling one from the guy who invented criminal profiling. Daniel is like all about the, all the of them. Negotiation one. You can. There's David Lynch teaches one. Can I say one of my favorite thing about these classes? Yeah. Each class has like a PDF you download that is like a really well put together. It's like a book. Mm. You get a book that's put together by the person teaching the class. It's neat. Yeah. You can learn how to write from Judy Bloom. Improve your criminal profiling skills from the guy who invented it. With over 180 classes from a range of world-class instructors, that thing you've always wanted to do for me, it's win over the parents of my child's school. Uh, <laughs> the thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as an Allison Rosen is your new best friend listener, you can get up to 35% off for Mother's Day. Go to masterclass.com slash best friend now. That's masterclass.com slash best friend to get 35% off for Mother's Day. And then I also want to tell you guys about Game Time. Uh, Game Time is a really great way to buy tickets for your favorite event. Buying tickets for your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Daniel and I went to a wrestling event somewhat recently. Oh, yeah, we sure did. And I remember looking at Game Time being like, oh, my God, look at all of these. T- they have really great prices for – so it was the – we went to – Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, which – was not, it was at the same weekend as WrestleMania, but not yes. part of WrestleMania. But yes. then they had like tons of WrestleMania tickets available as well. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And I really want to take Elliot to a musical. So I need to see what's available on Game Time um, because I think that uh, 
I would enjoy it, and I'm going to drag him along. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code BESTFRIEND for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code BESTFRIEND for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, I would like to say hello and welcome to my new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. We're starting to be new patrons. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Like hello and welcome to Best Mimi Braga. The best. It's just her this week but we got the best i know but it's sort of i feel like it's special when it's like you're in a class of your own best mimi braga i love it yeah some people would skip a week so it seems like there's more the next week but i say no Mm -mm. no welcome best mimi and i hope you love all of it and then there i have a new patreon because i have a new podcast it's called allison and todd after hours it's with my former upworthy week Upworthy Weekly co-host, Todd Perry. Uh, there's just one level, $2 a month. And uh, in my intro-ish, when I, intro-ish zone of the show, when I was talking about a nugget of gossip, the other nu- it's like a locket. Half of the locket is in, this is a locket filled with shit talk about a former coworker. And Jeff, you know who this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, half of the locket is in one of the episodes that I did with Todd. And then he felt like we should cut the other half of it out. So the other half is a little nugget. I'll write it on a piece of paper, and then people can hear your reaction. Um, oh, good. Although if people can can listen to someone writing and know what it says. No. <laughs> what does that say? It involves you, even. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yes. J.J. Abrams? I know. Yes. But you didn't know that I used to work with He's him. He's great on the show. Anyway, Patreon. So so for that, so for the the matching set of gossip nuggets, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash Allison and Todd, and then also patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. I love it. I got to tell Colt that, that we're using his drop. Um, okay. I'm just looking at the time, seeing what's going on here. Do you guys happen to have any just me or everyone's or hey, go fuck yourselves or both? You know, mine would have been people who say want to hang out without including times. Get mm. out. We Dude. got, but we got there. It was on my mind. It wasn't what you were talking yeah. about, but I crowbarred it in. Okay. I, well. have a, I have a JMO. It's not exciting, but I also have snack chat. Oh my God. Let's do snack chat. What? I forgot. <laughs> I have brought some McVitie's Digestives. Mm, Don't let the disgusting name fool you. Yeah. These are a thick roll. Yeah, it's a brand of kind of, I guess they're like tea crackers from that are big in England and Mm -hmm. Ireland that are typically just sort of a bland-ish cracker, but they're fine, but they call them digestives, which gives it yeah. sort of medicinal. Sounds like it's healthy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's cookies. It aids, but aids in digestion. Exactly. I, I want to hear the freshness. Oh. Don't, don't let it hit you in the eye. Put on goggles. Oh, my God. Allison, put on goggles while you're unwrapping that. You're going to get... 
You're going to get cookie eye. Mm, this smells delicious. <laughs> These are the chocolate dipped ones. So I, they're, I've managed to find places here in Los Angeles where they have the plain ones. The chocolate ones are amazing. And uh, I finally found a place that... Wait, did you... is this what you sent from when you were in Ireland? You sent no. some, you sent some kind of digestive. I, I sent the plain ones. I don't think I sent any chocolate ones. Or maybe I did. And here are more of them. All right, here we go. And the Dive chocolate in. on these are, is really good. The milk chocolate from mm. England. These taste just like yeah, it's good. my favorite cracker that tastes like a cookie. Mm. Do you guys know those wheat crackers? Yes. Thick wheat mm-hmm. ones? You can put cheese on them, but they honestly taste like a cookie. And you... this tastes like that, but with chocolate on it. Mm. And I like it a lot. What is the? I wonder what the name of those crackers is because I know exactly what you mean. It's like, is it Breton? I think so. And then they're the wheat, the whole yeah. wheat cracker. Because sometimes when you get like the entertainment assortment of mm-hmm. crackers, there'll be like a, a few of those in there. Yes, but you can get a whole box of them. Also, I had a very visceral response even to the packaging of this because when I lit, I studied abroad in Nepal in Kathmandu, Nepal, and one of the great treats you could have. Um, was to get a package of cookies in this state, like a roll of cookies, mm-hmm. essentially. It was like we got that in Fanta sodas. There wasn't mm. a lot of um, like sort of packaged food and stuff like that, We, which was good. Like mostly we ate like literally like rice and curry for every meal because we lived with families there and and uh, ate, you know, with the family and all of that. But every once in a while I'd get myself a roll of cookies like this and just eat literally the entire <laughs> roll. Because all we did there was, like, walk and eat healthy. So I was like, I'll eat a huge fucking package of cookies and drink a Fanta. <laughs> like, it was, like, really, yeah. So it, just the shape of this made me excited. Awesome. The shape of this so Where did So, sorry, Jeff, if you already said, where did you find these? So I found those at an Indian market. Mm. Oh. That kind of lines up then. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot of the different kinds of the kind of plain tea crackers there, but this was the first time I saw the chocolate. Great uh, texture on those. Love it. Kind of melts in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, no, no I'm, I'm okay with just the one, but thank you. But I did enjoy it. I am enjoying and this. I feel like it's aiding in my digestion. <laughs> I'm healthier already. Yeah. Yeah, what is the thought behind a digestive? I, I wonder. think it's just dessert. Right? Yes. Yeah. Just eat it for dessert. Yeah. It's a way, they, they call it a digestive to make you feel better about eating a cookie. They call certain like liqueurs digestives too, yeah, right? And you have sure. them after dinner, but it's really not. Yeah. Probably there's nothing medicinal <laughs> about having like a limoncello. Is the idea that right? it helps you digest what you just ate? I think that's probably what yeah. you're supposed to believe. And maybe yeah. this was like the only. Maybe back in the day in England, yeah. this is your only fiber in the meal. Right. Otherwise, you're eating like a Cornish game hen and a block of cheese. <laughs> right. And then a you're having a digestive right. eating yeah. eating mashed potatoes out of a sheep skull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you get homesick while you were in Nepal? Oh, yeah. At first, like, very, very kind of, like, viciously homesick. Because I was only, was I 19 when I went? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that lines up. I was 19 when I went, and I'd never been that far from home. And I didn't know the people I went with that well yet. Mm -hmm. And I came to know them very well. But I was, like, I felt extremely sort of alone and very far away. And yeah. so I was very homesick at first. And then it one one girl went home and like luckily I was so passive that would never have occurred to me because I'm glad I stayed. Mm-hmm. But when she went home, I was like, fuck, I could just go home. <laughs> like yeah. and I was like, oh man. She just had and enough then, and split. She probably felt exactly like I did. Like it was very far away. You know, it was this was before cell phones. So in order to talk to your parents or anyone back home, you had to go to like an internet cafe. You had to write an email, uh-huh. and then it would probably be a week before you went back. You could send a fax, literally. 
Um, or you could send a letter, like a snail mail letter. And so it was like, you know, this was the, you know, way before we were all texting and stuff. So yeah, she just went home and, but I'm glad I stayed, but like, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous of her. She's just (laughs) going home now, but it was great. It turned out to be great, but yeah, I was very homesick. You didn't say, did you say? Mm -mm. No, I thought I was going to. And then, uh, remember that, that guy, Jeff. (laughs) Oh Yeah. I think uh, things were heating up with Jeff. And... Yeah, you can't let Jeff get Boy. away. Yeah. It was a good Mr. choice Soft to stay back. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I think even though I didn't see it this way at the time, I think I don't I think I was too uh sheltered. I, yeah. Like I think I was too I mean for and for that reason it would have been good for me to go, but I don't think I was emotionally mature enough to be that far away from everything I knew and from home and stuff for that long. Um, Mm -hmm. Where would you have gone? Carlsbad? (laughs) (laughs) Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. (laughs) Um, I studied abroad at Legoland. (laughs) Beautiful culture. Well, down in the... The language is so musical. Where they have all the little, like, villages they've built. Mm -hmm. Like the little... uh, Where they have Vegas. They have a Lego Vegas. Right, yeah. They've built other little cities and villages. So you can really... Legoland. So it's like you're doing actually a lot of traveling. You don't need to really go travel. A grand tour. Legoland. Yeah. Um, I think I would have gone... I I was looking at London and I was looking at Scotland. So places where they speak English. (laughs) So exotic. (laughs) Well, it's still far away from home, though, for someone who was like a real baby. Sure. But thought I was a grown-up. I thought I was a grown-up baby, but I was a baby baby. You're still a grown-up baby. Thank you. And didn't you guys also have to take that, is it larium? Yes, I took a medicine to prevent malaria that they wound up. There was a huge lawsuit oh, yeah. because a bunch of soldiers killed their wives. Oh, my yeah. God. It made you psychotic. This, it made yeah. you psychotic. And I did have like an episode while I was there. Mm. Not psychotic, not violent. I think you, maybe that it, it's... You know, I, maybe we didn't ha- take it for that long well, or something. Well, there's stories of people just forgetting and like losing days and weeks. And yeah, fight, I had you know. a, I had like a paranoid episode one night. And at the time I thought it was because I was so homesick. Mm-hmm. And then there was an American family that moved into the village. And I felt paranoid about them one night. Mm-hmm. And I felt very like weird and I couldn't sleep. And like looking back, I'm positive it was the medication. But who knows? Right. Like, do I still have some problems because I took that? Because I definitely have mental health stuff. And I'm like, is some of it larium? I don't know. I'll never know. Wow. What if so, it could be? Yeah. I know. But I feel bad for those people who took it and it triggered like violent episodes. I didn't so... I didn't know about that. I remember yeah, stories I had a of black like... box warning. Wow. I never would have like me now, I can barely take a fucking aspirin. Like <laughs> I'm just like Yeah. So because yeah. I remember hearing stories of people sort of hallucinating and just feeling weird on it but i didn't know that it had that dark oh dark yeah it was a stuff. lot of troops like a lot of people Jeez. who took it yeah. it was there was like a lawsuit from soldiers got I it think. jordan so. would did you study abroad or would you have studied abroad when you were in college uh boy i, I don't remember a lot of like study abroad options i'm sure they were there but yeah i uh no, I, I, uh, I don't, I don't think so. I was not like, I was never something I like craved, but mm-hmm. I kind of wish I did. I wish, I, in general, I wish I had taken more chances in life. I kind of yeah. wish I had like moved to New York after college. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish I had like done a you know scummy year in New York where I you know slept in a basement and joined a 
band of scumbags or something. But yeah, in, in general, I wish I had done more of that. <laughs> Is this like sort of Martin Scorsese's Gangs of New York yeah. that you would have been visiting? <laughs> yeah, yes, I would have. Uh, I would have like put on top like an Irish uh-huh. a group yes. of Irish I ruffians. I would have joined an ethnic gang. Yeah, oh. that's what I imagine. It's hang like a there. dead rabbit from your belt. Yeah, that's what it was like. There I've in never 2005, seen that. Right? I've never seen uh, that movie. I got to be honest. It uh, just sounded but, like what you were describing. It's about a band. Yeah, it's about a band. Yeah, various bands. ruffians. Um, no, I, I feel like I'm a pretty safe choice maker. And I think that to me was like, well, this isn't practical. Why would I? No, this, why would I mm. experience in other cultures and enrich my life? I would, should stay here anyway. Interesting. Maybe Bean. I'll do it now. Maybe I'll study. You still can. Bean well, a- you, were, you were naked in Paris. That's true. Oh, you know? yeah. So you've done your adventures. That's true. Thank you for remembering I'll never forget one of that. my five good anecdotes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's great. I went to a nude park in Paris when yeah. I visited. So yeah. Oh. Yeah, so Emily and Paris eat your heart out. <laughs> we got to watch the new season. Oh, do we? I kind of want to. Um, being a practical or pr- pragmatic choice maker, yeah. is that something, were you raised that way? Is that like, tell me more. Yeah, I mean, I think that our family kind of like worried aloud a lot about money. Mm-hmm. And I think it made me very like cognizant of what the good and practical financial decision is. That's why I got into writing. I know that part of it doesn't uh, doesn't quite line up, but I think I do like worry about money, and I think that that prevents me from like making fun and interesting choices a lot. <laughs> yeah, similar thing with me. I remember the two options or, uh, that people did were semester at sea because uh, they didn't really have like. Although I'm sure at USC you could have done a semester abroad. I'm sure they have that, but it just wasn't like on anyone's mind um, or part of the curriculum. But so I had a bunch of friends who did semester at sea. Uh, that was just, I couldn't afford anything like that. And then the other thing, it wasn't like abroad, but it was like summer on a fishing boat in Alaska. No, you'll so die. much sea stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that was like th- something people were going to do, and I think a couple guys did, which was like because you could make crazy money. Yeah, but it was insane work. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason it paid so much. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't Speaking do of boats, I just need. And now, unfortunately, it's not the right crew of people here. However, on the most recent episode, we were talking about boats. And I was talking about that thing on the bottom of a boat that dips into the water. And like my understanding, I think it. Keel. Thank you. But well, you were talking rudder. about it like it moved. I think we were thinking of the of the rudder. Everyone said rudder or they and they claimed that this there is nothing. I tried with my hand. I said it's like an upside down mohawk. It's like I my understanding is it kind of goes the length of the ship. Everyone made me think I know. You that I don't an know anything from the people who didn't believe you. And so many people wrote in to say the keel. Yeah. They were mm. they were shouting keel. We all so knew it was keel. Everyone and the, the in the whole the world doubted me. They didn't know. But I was right. People who hey, me, who gets hey, seasick. Hey, Thank you, Jeff. You grew yourself. up close to boats, so you know all the nautical yeah, terms. Yeah, it's, I, and it's the nautical like, things. It's in your blood. Osmosis. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. You drive a boat, right? Even around the street. I drive. Call, <laughs> call me Ishmael. Right. You drive around. I do. She does. I have a slip. It's Where's a the captain's boat, hat? A road boat. I have a crisscraft. craft. Now, Cross one thing, craft, you guys agree, you know, when you see someone with one of, of those white captain's hat, you know they like to party, right? Oh, right. <laughs> oh yeah. absolutely. Guy who wears yeah. that to a music festival, you're like, hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. This guy comes here every year. There's no denying it. This is like it. his thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, did you study abroad? 
I did not. Well, I would have liked to, but kind of a similar thing. It was like, I didn't have any money. It was like, I was barely getting by <laughs> living in West Philly in my place that was like $163 a month. I was going to afford London. Right. It just didn't really seem like an option. Yeah. I was like an RA for my last, like, third, mm. my third of college. So yeah, I kind of like... No, this uh, I this is prudent. I should stay here and make sure no one plays a hand drum. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I have responsibilities. Yeah, my sister went to Florence um, and had a good experience, but it's similar to what Wendy's saying. And obviously, Florence is like not at all the culture shock of Nepal. But I feel like everyone I know who studied abroad, it was a mixed bag. I mean, and even if even if it's like the, what a great experience, it there were times that it was like really difficult. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, being being a, a baby and away yeah. from, far, far away from home, especially I think now, like, if you could text and stuff like that, right. you feel more connected, mm-hmm. but it really felt, you know, really, and it was really far away, yeah. and then, you know, but then, you know, the second week you move in with, a, it's like a cultural immersion program, so I moved in with a family, and they were awesome, and got pretty close with them, and, you know, it just started to, anywhere you, like, you know, you sort of, like, a lot of things can be super shocking at first, like losing your job or right. or moving literally just to a new house. And it's yes. just like your all your nervous system firing off like this isn't yeah. normal and it's yeah. supposed to do that. I know. But not normal, but just like, right. you know, this isn't like this wasn't what was happening yesterday. And I think it's yeah. like, you know, so then you just it's just a matter of time. I, I know. Like now I'm looking back on it thinking, but the whole point was to take babies and get them out of their comfort zone. Hmm. Like maybe I should have done it. Oh, well. You can I go love, now if you want. I'm going to get Jordan and I are going to let go. you go take, anywhere on a plane. Yeah. Almost anywhere yeah. you want to go. I'm going to get a yeah. sixth good story. Yeah. Ooh. How many okay. do they say you should Wait, have? what's like a eight? nude park? Uh, so I don't know if this is still something they have in Paris, but um, uh, at the time I visited, the yeah. things they had recently uh, like kind of quarantined off a, seg- a quarantine. That, Cordoned? Uh, yeah, maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Um, yeah, they fenced off a section of a big public park like they're... Uh, you know, Central Park, where you could be nude, oh, okay. and uh, yeah, and I, I was kind of, you know, I was, I was, I was feeling like I should, I should, I should do something. I should say yes to life. So I went, went there and read in the nude for a while, and it was, it was a pretty What'd lovely experience. Read? Oh, you know, we were going there to do. I do remember what I read. Um, we were. I was in Paris uh, because I was headed to um, London question. for the London Podcast Festival. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, so I said, like, hey, would you fly me to Paris instead of London, and I'll take the train? Um, so I was, you know, had a couple of days in Paris, and uh, our guest on the London Podcast Festival podcast was Nick Hornby. So oh, cool. uh, I read a Nick Hornby book I had never read. Oh. Hmm. It was called How to Be Good, and I did have you kind of. Be honest. Oh, I propped it up on my dick. Yeah. Or just like if you didn't feel like no, I propped I propped it up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I I imagine we did talk about this originally, but I we certainly didn't talk about what you read. Stan Lee can come in the come in the bottom of the of the podcast and see (laughs) see episode three seventy five True Believers. Yeah. Uh, But yes, I can try and remember (laughs) some of it if you have questions. Did you feel uncomfortable being totally nude? Did you feel good? Did you stretch mm. out? Were you self-conscious? Yeah. No, it did feel good. I did feel like everyone there, like, I didn't feel like it was a bunch of, like, jacked studs. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody had a, you know, reasonable, normal person's body mm-hmm. type. So I didn't feel like it was a, you know, 
I just uh, like stud fest. I am a jack stud, and I want to say that <laughs> right. we're normal. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. Thank <laughs> you, yeah. Jordan. Not all jack Not studs. All, yes, there's a lot. Yes, I mean, yeah. Find find <laughs> that jack stud in your life, and um, you mm. know, check in ask, on them. Check, check in, on, in them. on the jack studs. They need you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I felt like I felt good in that regard. I'm like, I have a a you know a comparable physique. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was it was kind of nice, and just this element of like I don't know anyone here. If I do, that's so insane. Of like, and I don't even speak the language that these people speak. So yeah, there was a sense of like I can just do whatever and leave. And yeah, it no, is- was it mostly men? Uh, yeah, I got the sense. Uh, 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 I got the sense it was maybe a place where um, like men cruised for each other. Mm. No, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just I a wild by that. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's mo- mostly what was going on. It seemed to be a lot okay. of like. Like, give, giving you the old up and down. Did you yeah. feel you got the old? the roots. Yeah. Checking out the roots. Oh, that, yeah, guy's got a, root. that guy's got a nice, powerful root. Checking out everything the chainsaw didn't get. Um, oh, I got my bumper dinged and slot and gobble. There you go. Perfect. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe a little bit. No, a little no. bit what? You got I got an up or down or two. Okay. An, up and, an up and down. That must have felt good, though. Yeah, who doesn't love an up and down? Well, yeah. I mean, some maybe. Now, now was that with their wiener like. that up, was going up or down? Yeah, I mean, that, you know. mostly down. Yeah. If I'm being honest, you get an instant rating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Look what he's in front of. Look what he's sand, reading. If the sand goes in, <laughs> right. You know that they're excited. You know the, the French. The French. They right. have a different standard. Yeah. Were you worried at all that you would become aroused? Wow. She's asking the hard question. Yeah. Is this a legitimate concern if you're nude? The the song Erotic City is about Paris. That's true. And who is it that invented eroticism? Oh, St. Paul. St. Paul Paul. the Erotic. St. Paul the Erotic. St. Paul the Erotic. Patron saint of eroticism. (laughs) There's a chapel in that section of the park where you can go Mm -hmm. and And it really makes your butt pucker. Christ's nastiest apostle. Christ's nastiest apostle. (laughs) A full freak. Uh, Yeah, you know, I have never been into, like, public stuff. Like, if I've, you know, been dating someone, if they've been all, like, you know, Let's sneak off to the bathroom or something like, uh, you know, I, uh, you know, you, you, you gotta, you gotta keep the relationship fresh, but it's never been my thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't mm-hmm. think I was ever like, I don't think I was doing it for like, yeah, I'm gonna dump it out, you know, for <laughs> dump the, it out. I'm gonna dump it out. <laughs> wait, wait, dump the, it out. <laughs> what is that a euphemism for? Uh, the dump it balls. out in the fuck, huh? <laughs> Yeah. No, I, so I don't, to me, it was never like, ooh, this is like sexy. It's like, this will be like fun. This will be a cool yeah. story. This will be like, you know, just to like something, something not not everybody does on their right. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't really suggesting that like because you're around all these nude people, you're gonna sure. all of a sudden. I don't know. I just like look. I don't have a penis. You think I that guys just walk around worried just they're gonna have well, all the time, and if you just have your clothes off, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah. It That's just seems like a thing you'd be worried about if you don't have clothes on. Yeah, I think I kind of like uh, know. I, 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 you know, I know what will arouse me at this point. Not a, lot of, not a lot of surprise. My yeah. sense is that those places are... A lot of danger are... at the cheese shop. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, you see a nice oh, twist? Yeah. Ooh, a nice gruyere. <laughs> they don't have new cheese shops for a reason. <laughs> yeah, there's absolutely yes. a reason sure. for that. Right. That's why they have that I, coating on the outside. The cheese is the yeah. only thing soft in here. Yeah, thank God the Gouda has <laughs> the a nice brie. little outfit on, you know? <laughs> My sense about nude beaches or whatever is that they aren't very sexy. I think they're probably not. Is that the time? 
I'm looking at Daniel's watch from way over here. It is quite late. We have oh, been I'm... chatting for a while. Mm-hmm. I just can't get enough of you guys. Yeah, fast. Listen, this has been delightful. Thank you so much. Please come back a lot since you're striking. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make hay. You're, you're you're close to you're close to many convenient studios, and I want to come out mm-hmm. one of these. I'm gonna come out. Yeah, and I'm gonna walk. Up and walk I'm gonna chant and hold a sign. It's fun. I do wear the t-shirts because apparently I can get a t-shirt while supplies last. I, I still I have not been shirt. able to get one. Oh, really? Shirts yeah. are hot so, items. Oh, okay. there there's blue WGA I know, shirts I like, with like yeah. a very like blue collar looking union logo on them. I and, like that uh, one a lot. Apparently you had to be there early on the first okay. day. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a gray one too, apparently. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a, I stand with a yeah. kind of shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have one either. Should we well, make our own with puffy paint? Can. That would I think be you fun. Can order one online. Okay, but yeah. Um. Well, there you go, Jordan. Yes. Tell everyone where we might find you, please. Uh, yeah, I do a podcast uh, that I mentioned earlier. It's called Jordan Jesse Go. Allison has been on many times. Uh, you can get that at maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's a goofy fuck around chat show, much like this one. Uh, and if you enjoy comic books, uh, I wrote a story in an upcoming issue of Archie Horror. This is a line Ooh. of comics where the gang from Riverdale gets into some spooky situations. Is it too scary mm. for a 49-year-old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. 60 and up. Okay, <laughs> That's right. the only, there's a, you have to be so world-weary that nothing okay. bothers you. Right. It's a little spooky. Maybe not for kids. Maybe teens and up, I would say, can, uh, can read the Archie Horror line. Um, the book is called Camp Pickens. It is three Ooh. spooky stories set at summer camp. Nice. comes out June 21st, but you can pre-order it at your local comic book store now do it. so uh pre-orders yeah, matter pickings. too folks they do wonderful oh yeah uh and wendy what about you well um even though we're on strike i do write for the television programs bob's burgers and the great north and you can watch as the season finales are coming up They're, i think we're on for a couple more weeks um with original episodes but even more important you could watch all of it on Hulu. If you've never seen Great North, please give us a watch. Give us a binge on Hulu. Um, and on, ugh, I'm still on Twitter. I hate it. It's at Wendy Molyneux on Instagram. I'm the Great North Wendy. I make a podcast with fellow Allison Rosen guest David Huntsberger called These Are Those Tapes. And um, this week, instead of promoting my own stuff, I want to tell everyone to watch a show called American Born Chinese that my friend oh. Kelvin Yu from Bob's Burgers created and um, it's uh, incredible. I haven't seen it yet, but I read the pilot. I read the comics. Those are great comics. Yes. Jean so Lumiere, he can't promote his own show because he's on strike. So right. I'm going to promote it here for oh. my friend instead. He doesn't need my help. It's going to be very famous. It's American be born show. Chinese. Yes. Tell us again where it is. Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Coming okay. up soon. Yeah. I'm going to watch mm. it. I'm going to watch the hell out of it. Yeah. yeah. Watch the shit. I was laughing at the Great North promo they called a promo that you uh, retweeted about the Reese Witherspoon as yes, Carol Smoke. That where there's fire, there's smoke. That was so funny. We did do a whole thing about Reese Witherspoon being in a movie where she gets divorced and becomes a firefighter, a smoke jumper, and then she did get a divorce like a month ago, and we were like, oh no, we incepted uh, Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> no. divorce. But Reese. yeah, she'll land yeah. on her feet. Yeah. Uh, I feel like she'll be fine. Already. Yeah. Did, now, did her? Divorce happened because she made that ridiculous, like, $1 billion deal for her company. And she was like, I don't need you anymore. Maybe, Maybe they just grew apart. I got these NFTs. Like That's not how it works. What? 
What's happening? What's going on? People stay together for money, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do think I do have an idea for her ex-husband. His name is Jim. Jim Toth, right? Toth, and I think he should start a soup company called Toth's Broth. Yes, as, a, as like a bounce oh, back career. Have Toth's you let Broth. him know? How would I? Yeah, well, he's an I, agent. He blocked me. So he blocked you. No. Wait for real? Uh, no. <laughs> How would he block me on what? I don't know. On Twitter, <laughs> just like physically, just at, at the get away from me. <laughs> He's an he's Stop an agent. Stop talking about broth. I'm hurting. <laughs> I'm hurting. I don't know I need which to agency heal. he's I can't at. Start he a new be, soup business. He, he might be at your agency. I don't think he is. No, I think he might be. Yeah, he's yeah. At CAA. I think, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, <sighs> other toths out there. Toth broth is ripe for the taking. Mm-hmm. Daniel, what about you? Um, <laughs> just follow me on Instagram. I guess I don't know at Daniel Quants. What's going on out there? I'm looking at your eye. I know. Dequants on the snappy. Yeah, I don't do much social media shit anymore. Me neither. It's over, right? It's not fun anymore. It's not fun. So cringe. (laughs) (laughs) It is cringe. Jeff, what about you? For real fun, follow my cat, Big Louie, on Twitter. Although he's moving to Instagram. We're working on that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're having his people work on that. He's at Big Louie the Cat on Twitter. He's adorable. Thank you. As if I had anything to do with it. Uh, he's cute. You just dated him. He's cute. <laughs> he was cute on his own merits. And if you want to listen to some political podcasts, you can listen to The Axe Files with David Axelrod, wherever finer podcasts are found. This week, the guest is Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker. Mm. So that should be a good listen. And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter, Instagram. I'm actually now on Blue Sky as well. So if you're there, find me there. I Oh, look who got accepted to Blue Sky. So popular. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, check out the garage. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a big garage. Get, the, get out of here, you motherfucker. Uh, I'm on TikTok, <laughs> the Allison Rosen. And if you like what you're hearing, please make sure you subscribe. Leave us uh, a review. It helps out the show. Click five stars, etc. You guys, thank you so much. This was so much fun. fun. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen is your new best friend.